Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Insane in the Membrane. Hello and welcome to another edition of your favourite podcast, Insane in the Membrane, with me, Rich Wilson. This week, I'm joined by the excellent human being, Matt Price. Hello, mate. Hello, Rich. How are you, mate? How you Thanks doing? Thanks for having me. I'm good. You right? Mate, it's my pleasure. It's been a long time coming. It has indeed. I know. I've been listening to your podcast, actually, and... Um, I will say it's very good. And one of the things you do, of Thank course, you. as you know, I'm not hijacking your podcast, by the way, but no, what I'm going to say on, is this. Every episode, you say good things about your guests. And I wanted to be the person who says to anyone listening, Rich Wilson's a very good guy. Now, I'm saying that not because I owe you anything, oh. but because I always see you when we're in front of audiences. And it's a weird time when you've got that little bit of sort of nerves and expectation and adrenaline to walk up and go, Rich, I know you're about to go on and say 400 people, but I really like you. So I just thought I'd say it now. You know, you've got a, you've got a huge amount of goodwill on the comedy circuit, mate. So I'm genuinely pleased to be here. Oh, Thank mate. you. That's lovely to hear, actually, because you worry sometimes. You just you know you get in your own edge and you're like, yeah, of course. But people do give a fuck, don't they? Yeah, they and, do, uh, but they don't they don't yeah. tell you, and that that's part of the problem. So I wanted to sort of you know wanted to let you know just in case anything happens. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we could both die. <laughs> oh, imagine that if we just both died in, at the end of this. Right. <laughs> Front page of Chortle, which is the industry. <laughs> but you're a lovely dude. And it, it, we should have done this ages ago. I don't know why we haven't. It's one of those you kind of go, yeah, Matt, let's get Matt on. And then we just didn't. But we're here. We're here and we're doing it. We are. We're here and we're we doing are it. Indeed. This is our lovely. This is how lovely you are. I remember we were driving back from somewhere. I've told people this story many times. We were driving back. I think you were living, I don't know if you still live, you were living in Kilburn up that way. And um, we, way we were coming back, we were coming back sort of past Abbey Road, the the, the oh, famous yeah, recording yeah. studio. Yeah. And I stopped the car. I went, mate, we, I'm sorry, but we have to walk across the zebra crossing. You didn't even flinch. You went, yeah, fine. Like you didn't even go, mate, it's two o'clock in the morning or whatever time it was. You just went, yeah, fine, let's fucking do it. <laughs> and I've never forgotten that. That's the kind of yeah. person you are. You went, yeah, fuck it, let's do that then. <laughs> Amazing. Um, yeah, I am. I am. H- hypnotherapists call that being suggestible because um, I'm okay. very much into hypnosis. Other people call it easily led. You know, and I will do anything. I have absolutely no idea why. Honestly, I, I I don't drink a lot. But if you invite, if you said to me, Matt, I know it's my podcast. Let's go and get drunk right now. I would probably do it because I'm oh, that. Shit. I am that kind of gay. I mean, I make myself sound very windswept and interesting, of course. And anyone actually watching the live video will be looking at me, going, "Hang on, what are you want about, mate?" 
you know, you're sat there with your headphones and a neck fan, which I'll get to in a minute. Um, but but I, I tend to be spontaneous and I genuinely say no to, to very little. I'm the same, Mitch. mate. And I don't, I used to think it was easily led. And there's a part of it that is, it, like, it, yeah, I mean, I've got myself in all manner of uh, pickles when I've gone, exactly. yeah, all right. Because right, I've said that other person, I've gone, yeah, fine. I end up in some fucking basement somewhere doing whatever I'm doing. But mm. now I'm older, I kind of go, no, actually, I don't want to do that. I don't think that's a very good idea. You can. But I'm not going to go and do that. So as as you get older, it gets better. But I think what you have, and I say that to someone, I think I'm a bit like that as well. I kind of go, the, 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 the power of yes. You go, yeah, I'll do that. What, what, that you never know where you're going to end up. <laughs> And that's what that is. I no, think that's what it's a positive attitude. I, I like that very much. The power of yes sounds so much better than the inability to say no because you're a weak-willed <laughs> bitch. And, uh, and that's not me getting all Matt Price on you. I'm not going, oh, Rich, I'm so vulnerable. I don't mean that. I'm, if no. I go back 20-odd years ago when I was sort of starting this journey, I, was, I did the call centre circuit in Cardiff. And I was oh, friends wow. with a woman at the time who was like, she was a dominatrix, right? Now, I didn't really know what mm. that was at the time, but I'll fast forward three weeks later when I ended up going to a fetish fair with her in London um, wow. with a view to being her, her security, all because I couldn't say no. And and it was one of the strangest experiences I've had in my life. All I had to do was say to her, look, this just isn't my thing. I don't really want to go. And I stood there for about eight hours just sort of, watching people doing all sorts of stuff. Nothing particularly X-rated, I have to say. But there are times yeah. when you think, no, that was definitely a weakness on my part. On the other hand, if you want to put a positive spin on it, if we're being positive, then, of course, say, saying, yes, okay, th th this this is who you are, I'll embrace that, can still lead you to being in a basement somewhere. But it's fun <laughs> along the way, isn't it? It's, 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 good, it's good to be good to people, do you not think? It is. Yes. It's good to be good yeah, to people. Yeah, yeah. And you get to experience to enjoy, their, yeah, like to enjoy said, their company. Yeah, and it wasn't it wasn't like you say it wasn't for you, but you got to experience something that you might not have experienced. You know, it be fully going to go. All right, I tried that. It wasn't really for me, but at least I know now. I didn't. You know, it's it's it's. I I said yes, and at least I went along with it for a bit. And I mean, it's a good job you realised at some point. Otherwise, you could have ended up in all manner of situations in that respect <laughs> oh, absolutely yeah. and i would probably have turned it into an edinburgh show or something or written a poem yeah. i don't know what, what what you're meant to do you know turning tragedy into into something but i think do you know what it is i like to find out what's going to happen next in life yes. you know no, no matter what it is you know even i think as comics i don't want to make it too much about comedy but even if I wasn't a comedian, I'd probably still be down the pub or whatever, down my local, telling people, well, you'll never guess what happened today. You know, my, my uncle Jeff was a was a was an old timer, right? And he, he used to tell he used to live right next door to his local pub. And when the holiday makers came down, he would this is an example of telling stories and stuff. He would tell stories to the holiday makers. And he would but the first thing he would do, he'd come in at about six thirty five every day. Because they're on holiday anyway, so they're always in there. And he would tell them the weather forecast and it would be word for word what he just heard on the television. But they didn't know that. So he reeled them in with that and then he would tell them a great story. Wow. And that story sometimes would last, the story would last about two hours. I was only a kid watching him saying, well, I don't know, I've only got this much left of my drink now. And I'm feeling a little bit thirsty, so I might not be able to remember the next bit. No, no, please, please, Jeffrey, please allow <laughs> us to buy you another drink. He would be hammered by the end of it. 
But he spent the entire summer season basically getting free drink, but also saying to me, well, I can't wait to meet the next bunch of bloody idiots when they come in. You know, so he had a respect for them, but he was on that journey. And I've inherited that. The apple has not fallen that far from the tree in terms of our family. So, you know, we I spend my really? life, just to put a positive spell on it, wanting to know what happens next. What what am I going to be doing later today or tomorrow or the day after that? And sometimes it's yeah. sometimes it's bland. You know, you, you've got to do stuff that's uh, – you've got to do admin. You know, yeah, that's not great, is yeah. it? Or, or, you've, or you've got to, got to go food shopping or something like that or whatever it is that you don't like doing. But there's a bit of fun to be had along the way. And anyone listening now is going to be going, Matt Price, why are you putting such a positive spin on it? Oh, well, I said at the start, Rich Wilson's a good guy. That's why. <laughs> only as good as the company you keep. You're only Mate. as good as the company you keep. True. I do you know what I do. I, I, I have to catch myself because I realised I do, I do err on the side of negativity quite a bit. I sort of look at like, oh, why is that happening? Why is that? But now I'm like, no. Just something's happened in the last few years where I've gone. No, I don't want to feel like that anymore. I want to feel. I want to feel positive. I want to. I have to physically. Put, I have to physically say no. Look at the better side of this. What's the What's the good thing about this that you're that you're doing? And you know, ended up in. I've I've been to fetish fairs and and seen. I've been in basements seeing people hung from the rafters by hooks in their okay. in their backs and all that shit. And you, wow. you sort of stood there going. Well, I'm glad I've seen it. I mean, I don't want to do this, but this is this is okay. I saw this now. This is good. All right, you know, and that's because I was I was like, yeah, all right, I'll go and do that. And I, I think I'd rather be like that rather than the sort of people I know that haven't experienced anything. You know, they won't even uh, have, they won't even have avocado. I, I wouldn't have avocado. What kind of animal would say no to an avocado? I mean, come on. <laughs> You know, I can understand not wanting to be hung on a hook from a ceiling whilst people are masturbating, but yeah. really, an avocado? Come on. Come on. No, this was, this was art. <laughs> this was art, no, wasn't... This was art. Oh, okay. It was art. And I'm not saying it was you who was doing the masturbating, and I don't want to go down that route either. It, do you know what it feels like, Rich? It feels like we're two, we're two mildly depressed blokes who are actually trying to motivate each other this afternoon. Does that make sense? I think we'd be terrible, terrible motivational speakers. Could you imagine? I mean, I, I like, yeah. I'm a big fan of, um, of, I don't know if you've heard of, there's a motivational speaker called Eric the Hip Hop Preacher. I thoroughly no, I recommend him. Oh, mate, he's amazing. He's amazing. Right? Imagine Chris Rock. So it means I can't do the impersonation because we'll both get cancelled. But imagine Chris Rock doing motivational speaking. He gets paid millions of dollars. There's a clip of him in front of the Miami Dolphins, who play very good American football, from what I understand. He's basically been paid like several million quid to tell them, look, you think you're good, but you just don't want it badly enough. That, that, that's the basic gist of it. And he is fantastic. Yeah. And one of, one of his clips is about if you want to breathe as much as you want to succeed, that's when you'll be successful. And do you know what? Wow. I love that shit. I, I just love it. I love it. And it's about, there's a story about a guy, I won't tell you it, you, can, you should listen to it, um, about a guy who, a young man who wants to be really successful. Of course, he hooks up with a, with a guru, a bloke in his 90s, goes along to the, to the beach. He gets called out into the water and he nearly drowns because he can't swim. And, and, and I'm inspired by it. Do you know why I'm inspired? I yeah. Googled it. And th this is the whole thing about the journey, right? I Googled successful people who can't swim. Guess who came back? So many people. So Beyonce can't swim. Would you believe that? What? Right? Will Smith. Will Smith can't swim. I'm sorry to disappoint you, Rich. I'm sorry to break your spirit today. What? Okay, just what? listen. I'm <clears throat> Mate, I'm hitting you with truth bombs, okay? But check this out. Snoop. 
Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg can't swim. A, a fact. It's on the Mate. internet, so it must be true. So, what I'm saying he, is, I you mean, talk about... He, they must have. They must have swimming pools. They must have. They must have. They're, they're millionaires, all of them. No one's ever swum their way out of the ghetto, baby. That's, that, that's the truth of it. You know. You, I mean, for someone to be able to, someone to be able to wrap that well, right, and not be able to swim, I think it's shameful. But but nothing. Nothing. What rhymes with swim? Nothing. Nothing. It's not about that. It's, it's, it's about guns and cars and, and, and derogatory terms for women. No one ever mentions swimming because nothing particularly rhymes with it. Pool rhymes it's are cool. I don't know. Yeah. No. I guess it's not, it's not, a, it's not, it's, yeah, it's not a gangster um, pastime, is it? You're not, you're not kicking back in your Speedos. No, absolutely not. At, at, the, at the Lido. <laughs> No, absolutely no. We're getting all fetish fair again now. Snoop Dogg in speed. No, no, absolutely. Not. So, so that that that's my thing. I would recommend Eric the Hip Hop Preacher. I feel like yeah, I I would. He's great. You got to look him up. I will do. If you I get a spare moment, yeah. I'll have a look. What I like about you, Matt, is that you're very open about every, every everything. You're very open about where you're at. Whenever I see you, you're always honest about the mood you're in. Like you're you're or what something that's been bothering you or or you're in a better place or whatever. Yeah. You're always you're very open yeah. and honest about where you're at at the time whenever I see you. Is that just yeah. who you are? Just a natural thing, yeah. Um, well yeah, but also it is partly that, but it's also as well, like I say, you know, I'm quite flippant about oh it's my mate Rich and all that, but 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 you can take some responsibility for that as well. Because, you know, I'm only fifty percent of a transaction if you think about it. I'm not talking in terms of a transaction, but you meet people mm. and sometimes they bring out the best in you. And I think that maybe you've got a quality that means when I can see you, I'm able to go, actually, I'm feeling a bit shit today, or, or I'm a bit nervous mm. today, or, I'm a bit this today. So, so I don't, it's, it's, yeah, I'm an open person. Um, we're in an industry, I think, where, and actually a world sometimes where you have to be guarded as well. But, you know, but sometimes people bring out the best in me. And I like to think I try and do the same with them. It's kind of nice to be able to say to someone, Hey, look, look how, look how real we're being. So, you know, and and there's a certain, sometimes I've thought to myself, Oh man, I can be really intense sometimes, but that that's not always the case because one person's intensity no. is what someone else is living every day. And I think what you do is, you know, you, you, um, we're both stuck in it. We're not stuck. We're both living a dream and we're both in an industry mm. that's very difficult to navigate. And I think when you meet yes. someone, even if you don't see him very often, who you kind of know, ah, do you know what? I'll have a good time with this guy because we kind of, it doesn't matter if you're just pissing about, you know, or, or what it is you're talking about. But the fact is you don't have to have to drop my guard. Don't have to pretend to be anything. I haven't got to kiss six inches either side of your face, mwah, darling, mwah, or any of that stuff. And that's mm-hmm. fine. That's all part of it. You know, yeah. I, I, tr- I tried networking once. I tried networking once, right? And Nigel Clafford won't mind me saying this. I was up with Band and Gagged with, um, a few years prior to lockdown. And I spoke to 59 out of 60 people. I'd pretty much given up on doing it. I was speaking to this tiny woman from the flyering team and there was a candle um, that was the same height as the middle of my back. And I know this mm. because I walked backwards, having been heartbroken trying to network. And I, my back went into the candle and I set myself on fire. And I would have, and I oh, stood shit. there and the, and the flyering, the flyering woman said to me, uh, Matt, and I said, yes. She said, you're on, you, you appear to be on fire. 
And obviously, you know, all jokes aside, as a comic, you're thinking, oh, oh, oh thank you so much. If someone who gets me, yeah. it's amazing. But the point is, I, the smoke was coming up from my back. It burnt a hole. I mean, every time I tell the story, you know, it goes, from, it started off, it was about that big in reality. Every time I tell, it's gone like bigger and bigger and bigger, this hole that burnt right through it. My missus was picking bits of cotton out of me the following day. Go, listen, this is love. Oh She's Glaswegian. I was going, ow, ow, ow. Really, I should have gone to hospital. I'm saying it because I was traumatized by the whole thing. And at the time, it struck me, wow, I'm such a proud person. I can't even say to someone, I'm in agony right now. And I sometimes, like, what shocked me was, I didn't say anything. If it wasn't for that young flyer, who was very nice, who put me out, she was whacking me on the back. I, By the way, afterwards, I networked with everybody in that meeting. Because everyone wanted to talk to me, and and, and 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 people thought, people genuinely thought, oh my god, that's an amazing publicity stunt. Why am I not setting myself on fire? You know. But the reason I say it is because if I was with you and I walked into a candle, you go, oh, you dickhead, look what you've done, or something like that, and it would be yeah. over a lot quicker. <laughs> do, do, do you know? Because I've had to go, Rich. Look, I mean, hey, what the fuck's going on? And it would be over, and I wouldn't have a permanent scarring emotionally oh you know uh, but I'm, I'm all right i got over it a word a word got around yeah. you know what comics are like so, some of them message oh you're so lucky you know with your with I've your new network you, I've, heard that, yeah. I've heard that story i know it's well there we I go it's true <laughs> hmm. yeah yeah it's absolutely but it's, true but what i'm saying is you bring out the best yeah. in me Thank you, mate. I Sorry. think it's yeah. Do you know what you're right? Certain people, when you're with certain people, they just inspire you like naturally to just go to just be yeah. I'm yeah. We are. We're all different with different people. It's like a just a chemical yeah. reaction, isn't it? Different people bring out yeah. different things in you because there's some people that sometimes I'm a side. I'm like, oh, am I being like that? That's a bit weird. I don't like that side of myself or whatever. Or yeah, but nine times out of ten, is they're bringing out the best in you, and it's that. I think it's not little things that, you know, like you've got. I'll be like, "Oh, mate, you've got a bit of, you got a bit of dinner on your on your lip." And I'm not trying to embarrass someone. I'm just like, you probably need to know about that because I know I'd need to know about that. So I'm not walking yeah. around with a big chunk of dinner on my lip. You know, I remember yeah. when I was a bus driver, a woman got on the bus. She wasn't getting on the bus. She was asking for directions. And now that I'm talking to her. I went, "Oh yeah, you need to go down there." And she just looked horrified. And I'm like, and she went, all right, thanks very much. And didn't really listen to what I was saying and then got off the bus and just sort of walked away. And I thought, that's weird. And then I looked in the mirror and I had the biggest, blackest bogey hanging down oh, man. from my nose, <laughs> like a punch bag. And it, <laughs> it's just... <laughs> wow. And I wish, I wish she'd have just said, you've got something hanging down from you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but you don't know what issues she was going through. You might have reminded no. her of somebody she knew, a school teacher or something. I don't know. You know, yeah, yeah it's true. awkward, and, and and that that's the whole point. This, this is the thing. Sometimes it's just luck, as well, and also sometimes in life, I think people are right for you at a certain time. The older I've got, the more like I used to have yeah. a thing about good good looking people. Now I just laugh at them. I feel sorry for them. You know, I, I get, I genuinely do. I think, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It's such a shame. One of my friends was very good looking. He always used to say, oh, you don't know what it's like. I've got so many options with the ladies. It's just horrible. You know, and, and I, I, I just think, you poor thing. You poor, poor thing. My heart breaks for you. And now I get people saying all the time, oh, oh, I'm middle-aged. You know, the worst thing about being middle-aged is that I'm losing my good looks. And I always say to people, you know, I'm not. 
Honestly, I'm as good looking now as I've ever been. And I'm really happy about it. Genuinely over the moon about it. And I've reached the, you know, the, the kind of couldn't, not the couldn't give a fuck years, because I'm always respectful of people. But I think, you know, I've, I've reached a point when I was when I was certainly younger, it, it would be I'm left school when I was 16. I had no qualifications. I got a job because someone said I wouldn't be able to get the job. I got a job as a trainee swimming pool attendant. Oh, wow. yeah. That that. Prove, that proved Mrs. Blamey wrong, right? Yeah, yours Blamey. And the thing is this, I I couldn't swim. And I was thinking about it the other day. How much of a liability is that? Honestly, yeah. so I've proven this woman wrong and I've got the job and I'm standing there thinking if anybody actually needs my help now, I'm going to have to blow a whistle in order to get to the attention of someone who can do the job that I'll never be able to do. I am like Snoop Dogg. I'm the Cornish Snoop Dogg. I can't rap. But I can't swim. <laughs> Did they not test you when you got the job? They're like, can you give us a couple of lengths so we can just double check? <laughs> no, they didn't. What they did, they dropped a brick into the pool. It was back in those days. Remember to do like, right, I forget yeah, what it was yeah, called. Because yeah. cy- cy- um, cycling proficiency came into my head then, where you get a policeman come to the school. But they had sort of swimming proficiency. They didn't call it that. Like the bronze no, medallion life-saving yeah. thing. Yeah, and you had to, they chucked a black brick into the bottom because a, a human body, if someone is drowning in a swimming pool or whatever it is, they're, they're going to sink straight to the bottom like a brick. You had to dive in, get a brick, take your pyjamas off, tread water, tie a knot in the end with the water, lie on this on this thing, and then you're a lifeguard. Me, uh. I would, I, I'd have to go... They didn't even give me a whistle. That's how little faith they had in me. Right? And nowadays, man, seriously, in 2023, if there's any trainee swimming pool attendants out there, don't stand for it. If you get triggered, good, you should be. You deserve your own whistle. If you're 17 years old and you can't swim, believe in yourself, ask for a fucking whistle. Seriously, Snoop Dogg would get one, and I didn't get one. I'm just saying. Sorry, man, I'm triggered now. Right. It's easily it's done. Those... Easily done. But... You need a... There's a couple of things you need to be a lifeguard, and one of those is a big chair with like a like yeah. a, a tennis umpire's chair, a whistle, yeah. and and, a, and the ability to swim. Yeah. If you're not getting I any of those things, then what are you? You're just a bloke stood there in a in a jacket. Yeah, absolutely. Stood there in a jacket, and do you know what? I got fired because I couldn't swim, but also I electrocuted a fellow lifeguard. Now I'm going to qualify that. <laughs> I'm going to qualify that. Right now, I just, should just fuck so it you know. So. Yeah, well, no, it's important. If we cut off now, can you imagine that? That's per- beautiful Mate. comedy circuit gossip. So, it was a while ago. It was a few years ago now. And um, my point being, I thought I was a late developer. I may have been at seventeen, but when you get the middle-aged man now, I'm as good as I'm ever going to be. That's why I brought this up. But I was seventeen. And I was I was uh, up a metal ladder. That's key to it on poolside. And there was another lifeguard who could swim. All right. So he had reason to pour scorn upon me. He was making inappropriate noises that I can't do. But let's just imagine those noises. And they're connected to being of low intelligence at the time many, many years ago, which is completely wrong, but in some ways accurate. But he had his status because of that. So I'm changing a clock because the clocks had changed. And I put my hand up this up the, this clock. And I touched a metal, like like a bare wire, and he's holding onto the ladder, uh, uh, this metal ladder on poolside. And my grandma always used to say, a problem shared is a problem halved. I was brought up by my grandmother. She's a lovely woman. (laughs) The electrical current went down through me and through the ladder 
and he was still on the wet poolside and he squealed like a pig because oh he got electrocuted. Um, we, we both did, but I, all I can say is, you know, I just might be something in my genes that just made me go, maybe just sort of shrug it off. But he went Aah! like that. <laughs> um, I, I laughed a lot. I did. And I was called yeah. into the office and I was told, look, um, you can't swim. You knocked over a trampoline, which I did, an upright trampoline. I knocked it over by accident trying to put put it out. That's another story. And um, and you electrocuted, electrocuted one of your colleagues. So I'm very sorry to say uh, you're going to have to wow. you're gonna have to go. And so I did. Holy shit. Yeah, fuck shit. you, Mrs. Blamey. I still did it for a year. Yeah, there we go. Still did it, mate. Didn't even still get me a present. <laughs> what they should have done, really... It's given me a leaving card and actually given me a whistle for retirement, but they didn't even do that. It's like, when I think about it, it's not shtick. It's, it's the truth, but they didn't. Tossers, you know? absolute tossers. They gave you nothing well, from when you were there, from the time you, from the time you were there to the time you left. They just gave you, gave you nothing. No, but they you know nothing. what? I do it all over again. I do it all over again just for the sheer <laughs> joy. Because sometimes in life you have to demonise people. And, and that's the other thing as well. It's healthy to not always like people. You know, you don't have to like everybody no, or them you. to like you. So it's absolutely fine. You know, and I'm and I'm I'm glad. I, I'm not saying I I'm not saying to anyone listen that you should electrocute people. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is no. if if life gives you Electricity, <laughs> then use it on a fellow lifeguard because in, it's immensely satisfying. <laughs> Absolutely, uh, yeah, for sure, <laughs> definitely. I forgot all about well, that. You, I forgot all about that great. incident, actually. <laughs> but you said yeah, you were brought up by your. Up no end, that is. <laughs> you said you were brought up by your grand your grandma. Yes, I say? was. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. If, Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I was. It. Um, they they were great people. I mean, I my basically, I was born in Cornwall, and we. I say we. My mum and dad. They you know separated when I was younger. My mum was a political mm. activist, so that was interesting. Oh, wow. So ever since I could walk, you know, we were yeah. we were taken on protest marches, and um, and we had some very you know it's very sort of raw and interesting experiences. That now, when I look back at the time, it was terrifying. But then you kind of look back and you go, well, actually, my formative years were, were pretty good in the sense that my mum made it very, very simple. So one year I was given Yankee and American soldiers, like toy soldiers for Christmas with a fort mm. and with what would have been at the time um, Red Indians, now Native American Indians. Yeah. But they were Red Indians back in the day. And my mum said, yeah. now, she goes, you're allowed to play. She goes, but here's here's what we're doing. She goes, the Yankees... They're kind of the good guys, all right, because they're against slavery. The con- Sorry, any American mm. fans of Rich Wilson's podcast, I don't want to trigger you, all right? Um, and then she, <laughs> she explained the the Confederates, they're trying to enslave the Indians, but ultimately the Indians were here first, okay? So you can so right. war sometimes it's justifiable, but the Indians are ultimately going to be the winners in this battle. And I was yeah. like six wow. years old. I was okay, I understand that. And she very simply said, we go on protest marches and uh, we marched against the National Front. And it was just very simple. Oh, wow. See those guys over there? Yeah. They're the bad guys. And everybody else around all shapes, sizes, colours, creeds, um, really genuinely, um, yeah. they're, they're all the good people. And, and, I, and I got wow. it. I got it very, so it meant that I would, I grew up certainly till I, uh, till between what, the age of five and nine 
we were kind of Manchester and various places, London for a while as well, Brixton, um, Tulsa oh, Estate, nice. before yeah. before I then left and ended up going to live with my grandparents. So obviously that that was a very uh, a huge change. And not, nothing sinister in leaving. Mum was saving the world, and when you're trying to save mm. the world, sometimes. This is about how you never know what's going on in people's lives, you see, because she was trying to save the world and I wasn't necessarily the priority that I could have been. But that that's right. sort of, oh, yeah. boo-hoo, poor me, because my grandparents my grandparents took over and they were terrific people. That they, they were great and Cornwall's great. And it did mean that I was in uh, the remedial class at school. I was um, oh. deemed to have learning difficulties. And it's actually not true. I didn't have any learning difficulties. No. I just couldn't read because I hadn't been in school long enough. So, you know, when you're trying right. to save the world and you're chucking eggs, if you're chucking eggs at far-right ex- extremists, um, mm. you know, Janet and John or whoever it was, you know, that were meant to be reading isn't really a priority because those bad guys no. over there, those bad men deserve to have eggs thrown at them. I mean, yeah, yeah, being yeah. vegan wasn't a thing back then, so... You couldn't trigger anybody as such. Um, you couldn't really throw eggs now. You'd have to, I don't know, don't know what you do. Just throw insults or something. I'm not sure. Sorry to any vegan fans, okay? I, I'm, te- I'm, almo- I'm almost vegan. I'm almost vegan. Vegetarian. I'm vegetarian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm. Yeah. Are you, did, so did you, did, was, did you, have you, did you see your mother at all since uh, when you went back to Cornwall? Did you have a relationship with uh, her? Not, not really. No, not, not really. Um, my grandma was my mother. She, she, yeah. she, she was. And, and it's, it's nothing. It's, again, it's about people, isn't it? And it's, and it's about timings. You know, yeah. so I haven't seen my mum for a very long time. I, I, oh, um, really? if I wanted to find her, yeah, it's I don't know, well over twenty years. If I if I wanted to find she, she's somewhere in Ireland, as far as I know. Um, and if okay. I wanted to find her, I would get an old photograph and put it on a milk carton you know, sort of put it out there. But I, I don't know where yeah. she is. I have absolutely no idea. We could launch an appeal. Wow. Right, to yeah, try yeah, and, yeah. I, I you would, never know. She might. Yeah. Yeah. She might she get might in touch. Get in touch. Imagine that. Yeah. You, you never That'd know. Be, wow. <laughs> How was, would it make it you feel, weird. though, after, after his time? How would you feel after uh, his time, though, if that happened? I don't know. But if she does get in touch, I'll do it live for you. How about that? That'd be an interesting <laughs> one, wouldn't it? <laughs> Imagine that. I might Mate, electrocute her. You never know. Yeah, of course it would be a first, wouldn't it? I go, mum. I go swimming, mum. Yeah, absolutely. You never know, do you? I could, but I want to make clear: my grandma was everything to me. She was, and and yeah. my mum. Yeah, you know, it, it it was strange. I mean, it depends how deep you want me to go. You know, that that mm. we've all got stuff that happens, and and this is the whole point. I think sometimes bad things happen in life to you. That sometimes awful things happen. I had some horrible things happen, really. But what I love now is that I'm still standing. I'm still here. Mm, you know, yeah. you, you know, you, I mean, you know, the, one of the themes for you, obviously is men's mental health. And I'm not crowbarring this in other than I want to say it is that no matter how bad something is at the time, it can be horrific. There's a certain satisfaction to go. Yeah, but I survived that. I'm all right. I'm actually okay. Yeah. I'm fine. You know, really, I'm all right. You know, I, I go home and I see my dad, my dad and me very, very, my dad's 75, right? My dad, is right. a good mate of mine. I didn't know him when when I was growing up. He's one of the nicest people I know, one of the coolest dudes ever. And and yeah. this is the thing about getting to know people and what they're really like and what a privilege it is sometimes to get to know people, you know? And we at our house, we've been living there since 1860. My dad is the fifth generation to be there. Wow. Right? And I say this because he rents it. 
We've always rented it. That's all. Now it's owned, yeah. and there's a bad guy in this story. It's owned by a guy who owns two hundred properties. He lives up country, which wow. is anywhere past Plymouth, okay. by the way, to a Cornishman. And he, and he said to my dad, "Well, Mister Price," he said, "I've um I've bought your house. I'll tend to buy a property for very very cheap, which he did. And then when the old person who lives in it um dies." I can sell it for four times what it's worth. And my dad said to him, well, wow. I'm glad you told me that. He said, because I'm going to show... And a few weeks later, he said to him, I've got a spreadsheet now, my dad said. I've given up tobacco, I've given up alcohol, and I've started swimming every day, and I've factored in the, the grief of my cat dying. I'm going to live for another 20 years, mate, just to spite you. <laughs> and I love my dad for that. Yeah, yeah no, I, I think I think it's yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It's what keeps him going. It's what keeps him healthy, and I love that. And my favourite one: the guy came down, the landlord came down from up country with a with a colleague, and was stood on the on the garden, and uh, and my dad drew all the curtains and shouted through the letterbox. Well, if you want to get access to the property, you need, according to law, to give me thirty days written notice requesting access. So the guy goes away really angry, sends him a, a letter saying. Dear Mr. Price, I'd like to have access to the property 30 days from now. My dad waited 29 days later and replied wow. to him saying, Dear Sir, no. Sincerely, Anthony <laughs> Price. <laughs> what a man. And what a man. But, but it's great, right? And I had this tearful moment. I'm saying that to say this. I had this tearful moment where I said, Dad, if I was more successful, I could buy you this place. And he said, yeah. if you were more successful, I would not want to live in this rundown shithole. He said, what do you think gets me out of bed every day? He goes, I sit here play, praying. He said, I sit here praying that the roof gets blown off just so I can phone the landlord to say, oi, dickhead, come and fix my roof. He said, it makes my day. It's giving him a lust for life. It's really firing him up. Uh, of course it has. And it fires me up. But I know my dad is all right, if that makes sense. Yeah. I know he's all right. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. fine. I'll phone him up. Other people will go, you know, oh, my God, my dad's there in the freezing cold. No, I'm not. I've got a third blanket and idiots coming down from London now to fix my radiator. Perfect. You know, it, it's a it's a great, you know, it, it's um, it's a great way to live. And what, like I said, but it's all about the fact that I've got to know my dad. And and we mm. know each other very well, you know. And obviously he's flippant yeah. in that respect, but but yeah, we know each other, and it's great. And when the time comes, I go down there quite a lot to see him. Anyway, he's got badges in the garden. He feeds okay. one of them. One of them actually, one of them knocks on the door. What? Yeah, yeah I know, I know, <laughs> I know, I know. It's like, hey, w welcome to Matt Price smokes crack with Rich Wilson, you know. But no, but really, I mean, honestly, I, it sounds crazy, right? But he's got a badge, yeah. And they are wild, obviously, but he feeds them peanuts. They're not, not, you know, um, pub peanuts. Yeah. He's not. That doesn't, you know, that they, they are. He's done the research into, into uh, what they eat, and they like these particular type of nuts. And this, he's got to know them quite well. And they come around during the season, and they will. And this particular one, he kind of bangs himself against the door to let my dad know that he's there. My dad opens up. Wow. The door, gives him some nuts and badges are surprisingly noisy eaters. They really are. But, yeah, <laughs> honestly, really, really, you're like, oh, mate, I know you're a wild animal, but come on, have a bit of decorum. <laughs> That's the tagline for this episode. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, good. I'm so glad. I'm glad. I had footage of it somewhere as well. I had footage of it somewhere as well. And I've realised how West Country I am sometimes as well. 
You're bringing out the inner farmer in me now, mate. You really are. I believe oh, that. Mate, if I honestly, the way you nailed that, then just. <laughs> Sorry, okay. everyone. That's no. really got me. That that really got me. <laughs> Badges oh, <I'm> so surprisingly. <laughs> yeah, well, they are. Ah. Uh, <laughs> All right. Fuck, mate. Well, you've got you've got some. Well, having known you for a little while, I you and, and talking to you now, you've got some good people around you. Like your missus is tip top. She's a top top human being. Oh, you've got yeah, such my, a lovely missus... relationship, you two. Yeah. Yeah, we have. Yeah, we've earned it as well. You know, we have. And and the thing about my missus, she she works in suicide prevention. That's one of the things that she does. Mm. And and here's the thing. It does nothing like getting a sense of perspective. And by that, I don't mean getting all pious and saying, oh, you know, go, go and see people yeah. who are less fortunate than you. Because you can, I could talk to anyone and they'll tell me that they're less fortunate. But so, for example, Christmas, right? Historically, neither of us have really enjoyed Christmas very much. However... Since we've been together for 17 years, we love Christmas. It's fantastic, right? Yeah. Because of the nature of our work, quite often we can't have Christmas Day on Christmas Day. So that's all right. The shit bit, sort of like 27th to 30th or whatever, that's when we tend to have our Christmas. A couple of Christmas days, uh, Christmas days a couple of years ago, she was at work. And, and that, that's absolutely fine. It's okay. And mm. she she was um, she talked she talked a young person down from a railway bridge, which is a very serious thing to oh, be able wow. to do. And, yeah, but but she's but she's able to do that. She's got the skills to be able to do that. And here's the thing: I admire her immensely for being able to do that. But what it means mm. is that I cannot come home and complain to her that my joke about porcupines isn't working, because <laughs> she'll go, "I saved somebody's <laughs> life today." Yeah. How was your yeah. day? Oh, they didn't laugh at my jokes. Oh. You know, it's just like, yeah. well, I just saved two lives, you know, and there's a, you know, some old dude with dementia has gone missing and now we've got him back. So she's, you know, when, when she worked in domestic violence, she had a guy, she worked in uh, a woman's refuge and a guy showed up with a hammer, a perpetrator, you know, threatening to kill oh, her. God. And I said, well, what did you do? Well, I got the hammer. She goes, I got the hammer off him. She said, you know, he was sat on the floor crying. The police arrived. And I said, can I keep the hammer? Because I've got to put up some shelves. And I'm like, you are joking me. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're what a... Really? The flippant Glaswegian. Uh, flippant Glaswegian. Yeah. But obviously, so she, you know, she, she, yeah. she, she's got a great sense of humour about it. But yeah, she is my support network. And we're each other's support network. Because you, you know some of the backstory there about it as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know. And um, and so yeah. yes, I'm very lucky. Also, also, I didn't think I'd ever have a relationship, which is such a shame. Which is such a oh, shame, mate. You know, no, I didn't because uh, for various reasons. You know, I, I, it's, it's a difficult one. It's I don't know. Do we? Do we? Uh, can we go there? Can, can we get this yeah, bleak time? Yeah, okay. come on, let's get right. bleak, mate. Okay, it ends well. I'm very very happy. The missus is very very happy. That that's what Good. you need to know. Um. When I was seven, my mum's boyfriend at the time, I was eating, you know what kids are like, right? I, had a, I, was, I was trying to eat, I had a, a big piece of ham, like a, a giant piece. piece. It was like a scar on my back. It grows every time I tell the story, yeah. right? But I, I got this piece <laughs> of ham. Seven, and I, I get it, and I put it, I put it in my mouth, right? The whole thing, ooh, like this. And the guy at the time, he ripped the ham out of my mouth, and he said to me, you, you ugly little, I'm not going to say the word, man. You can imagine what he said. And he threw the yeah, ham yeah, back, yeah. back onto the plate. Now, here's the thing. I don't want to be too flippant about it. That happened. It was a very, very long time ago. Um, I probably 
as I get older and you're more conscious about your weight and stuff, you know, I like, I like food. I probably employ him mm. now to rip the food out of my mouth because it might help. <laughs> At the time, no, uh, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. It's, a, it's a shit form of life coach, but, but I probably would. Um, and I did have quite a, quite a bleak, uh, violent upbringing with a lot of stuff happening, right? Mm. And you get older and, and, and then you're like, ah, oh, man, what's the point of me trying to do anything? Because I'll never have anyone to share my life with. Because I'm that ugly kid with getting the food ripped out of my mouth. And, and that's a very dark thing to say. Yeah, and I've said yeah, it because yeah. it's the truth. I don't want sympathy. I'm saying it because no. I can, because I can look back on it now. All right. Yeah. And, and then you get a little bit older and you kind of have the odd relationship. It doesn't really work out because you're still resolving your issues. And then eventually you meet the one, which is what I did. And then you think, wow, I'm so lucky to have you. And then Martha always says, yeah, but we're lucky to have each other. And we've hung on to it. There's no secret yeah. to it apart from home cooking. You know, a slow cooker and a neck fan will get you a long way. I don't know if you've seen neck fans before. These things are incredible, man. Honestly, listen, fans, anybody, yeah. they are, I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be completely honest. They're 20 quid on Amazon, all right? The advert yeah. is slightly better than the reality, but the reality is fantastic, all right? You can save any relationship wow. with a slow cooker and a neck fan. On a, put one of these bad boys on and you're fine. And you're <laughs> but, Do you know what I said being, to my I, missus the other day, yeah? Yeah, yeah, so to my missus, yeah. I'm getting her one. Yeah, we got. Oh, yeah, they're sorry. great. They're, no, 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 no. They're they're great. But but the the point being, um, despite all that sort of bleakness, things have worked out, and I think that's important sometimes. Yeah. You know, in life, because you can feel sometimes you can be so self absorbed. I've been there and I've done that. You know, I have. Mm. I've had all sorts of experiences. You know, but but it's it's actually all right. And here's the thing: if someone is clinically depressed, and I've been there many many years ago. I was lucky because at the time people actually helped me out of it. I had good friends of mine who just said, hey, listen, come on. We need to deal with this now. And I was very fortunate. There's no shame in it. No shame in feeling the way you do. I think sometimes, especially as a younger man, there's a temptation to feel like no one's ever loved like I love or as hated like mm. I hate. No one's ever been this angry. Nah, we're all wired up in a very, very similar way, whoever you are in the world. How, how do you measure? But the fact is that sometimes you can get wrapped up and absorbed in your own sort of intensity. And I'm lucky yeah. that I've lived long enough and had enough experiences and met good people in my life to be able to say, well, actually, Rich, it is a bit bleak. But on the other hand, yeah. I'm all right now and I'm genuinely happy. You know, I don't look back on that no, with any uh, emotional attachment. I just think, I don't like him very much, but, you know, I'm not blaming him, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, I just, it's just how I it feel, is. It's just how it is. Yeah. I had a similar experience, not we've i remember so when i was 12 i'd been to the school disco i've said this on here before many many episodes ago and um it was the first girl i ever kissed at a school disco i was 12 years old and it wasn't like a hollywood snog it was a proper just lit <laughs> kiss you're 12 you know you don't know what you're doing i thought i thought I, was, I thought that was it i thought i'd lost my virginity i thought that's what happened oh. and um and I really liked her and I thought she was lovely and the first girl I kind of loved in, you know, that sort of childish way. <clears throat> and I went to meet her after school one day and she just turned on me and she went, you're ugly, just just go away, just fuck oh, off, don't talk man. to me, you're ugly. And it stayed with me forever. Being called ugly yeah. at a young age, honestly, to, to, to this day I don't think I'm really over it and that was nearly 40 years ago. You know, oh, it's mate. nuts, isn't it? How it gets oh, that, you. That's, 
it's heartbreaking. <laughs> well, it is, but on the other hand, yeah. on the other hand, you know, if it was too easy, then you'd be going, "Oh my God, it, everything was handed to me on a plate." And now look at me, you know. So, so yeah. no, no one's ever happy, you know. The, the sort of, how how do you know what it is that shapes you into what you are? You just don't know. Like life's a mystery, you know. And I think as you get older, like I say I, I'm I'm no longer a late developer, you know. I learn to mm. laugh at myself an awful lot more, which helps. And I'm glad that I'm in a situation where I can. I've got a lovely woman who is is extremely grounded and will tell me you know on certain terms oh shut up you know but not not in a yeah, nasty way yeah, but yeah. she just will you know because there's nothing glaswegians are beautifully blunt they 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 really are yeah. and you know and, and i'm lucky and things also happen at a time when you're ready for it as well you know have this upbringing whereby uh it wasn't very pleasant and although i was certainly learning a lot which is fine mm. and You've got to process it sometimes. You know, sometimes you have to process things. The stuff I look back on now, not just at that point in my life, but people I've met in the past, I'm still trying to process things that happen. And it's all right as well to spend your life wanting to know what happens next, but still being unsure. Because unfortunately, life doesn't have a narrative arc as such. And not everything kind of ties itself up neatly. You know, some, you know you're going to no. go to your grave thinking, well, I don't know. I wonder what they meant by that. Because you just will. And, and it's okay to not have answers about everything as well. So, you know, I'm I'm, yeah. I'm certainly in a very good place. And it was hard being young. It was. I'm actually, some people are better off yeah. being middle-aged. Honestly, I'd, I'd yeah. be, you know, I'd, if I could have been born in my 40s, I'd have been absolutely fine. But then I would have made a different set of mistakes then. You know, I'd have probably cut the ham yeah. up and eaten it a lot quicker. <laughs> you know, it's true. I, I feel better now than I've ever done yet. <laughs> As you're supposed to. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like yeah. I'm in a I, I'm in a better place now. I feel like I am. Yeah, I feel better where I am now than I don't feel as uncomfortable in myself as I used to. I feel really. No. I feel you know. I've got. I'm, I'm in a wonderful relationship with a beautiful person, and my kids are cool. Everyone's lovely. I've been. I've got nice people around me. It's nice, yeah. and I don't feel I have to prove myself anymore. I don't feel I have to. Being some. I remember years ago wonderful woman Marilyn who we both know and she said yes. to me she goes she goes you are enough and I'll never forget oh. that she said you you are enough yeah and she, she was a she's an incredibly wise woman that I owe so much to and she yeah you're enough and it is it's true yeah yeah it's it, true. it absolutely is I'll and never also forget you that. don't but you don't know what other people see either. That 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 that's no. the whole thing. You don't know what other people see, and it's weird. I remember when I was at university because I, I was a factory worker for a very long time. So eventually, mm. I had an ingrown, ingrown toenail that went septic, which ruined my professional skateboarding career. Right, <laughs> absolutely, it ruined it. You know, and it I heartbreaking. Can yeah, yeah, that would. Yeah. Yeah. No, it did. And then someone said to me. Um, why don't you just be a professional skateboard? I was like hobbling into this um, college and as a, I didn't want to pack fish anymore because that, that's what it was a fish factory and I ended up going to university and I've certainly lost my point now. <laughs> There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. <laughs> can you Sorry, skateboard? <laughs> yeah, I can skateboard. Yeah, of course I can. What kind of a question is that? No. Well, you, you're, a life, <laughs> no, you're a life. You're a life. You're a You're a lifeguard. And you couldn't swim. <laughs> That's a very so good point. You went... <laughs> I'm a com- I'm a comedian would... and I'm not funny. Yeah. It's terrible. No, That's no, no, true. you're right. That's bullshit. No, no, no. Yeah. Actually, no, no, I, I I think what it was, I was getting back to that thing about trying like in the same way with um being a being the lifeguard, I had to prove somebody wrong. Um I mm. with going to university, someone said you're you're not cut out for it, and I had to just prove them wrong. And I had to go. Yeah, and I did, yeah, and it yeah. was fine. It was fine. But but you can spend a lot of your life trying to do that. You can spend a lot of your life sort of worrying about what other people think. And as you get older, you're much more chilled. And because and it came back to that yeah. thing as well. I didn't think I could ever have a relationship with anybody. So I thought, well, I, I need to try and do something extraordinary. And actually, yeah. you can do extraordinary things every day. You can. I've You know, it. Um, I, 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 when I went to Australia, I was in Melbourne. I stayed with a rescue dog called Dave. Who was uh, like? Of course uh, you did. <laughs> yeah, of course I did. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> of course. Did you say yes to things. Dave, yeah. Yes. <laughs> it wasn't just him. It wasn't just me and Dave. But he, he was um, he was a German shepherd. <laughs> he was uh, he was two years old, so he was a young pup, really, and slightly traumatized. But but he would sleep outside my room because his owner would say, "Oh, he sleeps outside your room," and it was a wooden floor, and his tail would bang on the floor every day, and I would get his ball. And I've never seen such joy in all my life just throwing a ball. Now, to that dog, you know, that, that dog thinks I'm pretty cool, you know? Yeah. And I, and I, when I was leaving, I was a little bit tearful. And I said, look, I'm really sorry. It's not you. It's the dog. And they said, oh, it's okay. We understand. <laughs> I said, well, no, I can hug you and I can say thank you. I said, but I can't tell Dave I love you other than hand him the ball. I'm not going to be here now to give him the ball. So just please, please throw it for him every day. This is breaking me in two and she, you know she's right off you go you know we, we, we haven't <laughs> we haven't emailed but he's but but the point being that that what what that woman did she used to work as um in health and beauty so she was like a makeup artist got disillusioned mm. with it because of the shallow nature of it now has a beauty salon at home and she would blow dry dave the dog um she'd wash right. him and then blow dry him sometimes in front of her clients but once a month, she would get people recovering addicts who would come in and give them a free makeover because she always said, oh, wow. you know, everybody deserves to feel beautiful. Right. Now, I'm saying that because, like I said, yeah. people think, you know, oh, I'm going to prove you wrong. I'm going to break a world record. Yeah. And, and that's great. And I admire people who can do these incredible things. And I want to do incredible things as well, whatever that may be. Yeah. But sometimes you can just stand back and go, actually, that was just amazing, whatever it was. You know, just and and I I met that person, and I may never see her again. I hope to go back to Melbourne actually, so I can see Dave just to see if he remembers yeah. me. But the point being, <laughs> you know, you can be inspired by by all sorts of people, and I think that's important. You know, 
But it's funny you saying what you don't know what people see, you don't know about other people's lives, no. what they're going through, and things like that. And yeah. I've said I've said this to you before, but it was it was a piece of advice, not advice. It was a conversation we had that really changed my mindset when I said to you. Um, this was years ago. It might have been on the same. It might have been. I think it was the same night that we walked across Abbey Road. Um, mm. And I went. I always worry about every time I have a conversation with someone, or I bump into someone, and we have a chat. And then when I walk away, I'm like, I'm thinking. They're like, oh, what a fucking dickhead he is. And you went, but they're not thinking about you when you walk away. Yeah. They might have gone. Oh, that was nice to see him. Then they're going back to their day and they're enjoying their. They're enjoying it. They've got their own things to think about. They're not thinking. Of, they're not analysing what has just happened with you, and no, it really changed no. everything for me. That one conversation changed everything. That, that that's really nice, and it can as well. It it absolutely can. Yeah. People people can change your entire perspective. Now I'm going to tell you this, um, because and, and actually, right. So as you know, many years ago, and I'm over. Well, I'm over it genuinely. My mm. missus, my missus got attacked. Okay, and we know that it happened a long time ago, and we are very happy together. And but there was mm. an armed robber, a guy called Terry Ellis, who I got to know quite well. And he said to me one day, right. "This is an example of things changing that quickly, right?" He, he said to me, "How long have you been hurting over Martha being attacked?" And I said, "Fifteen yeah. years." And he said to me, "Do you not think that's long enough?" He said, I did 18 wow. years for armed robbery. You've done 15 years in your own head. 15 years in your own head and you did nothing wrong. He said, maybe it's time to be over it. And I put the phone down and oh. I thought, fuck, yes, you're right. So isn't it amazing how some, just a tiny couple of sentences like that, and he wasn't being, you know, he's a lovely guy. And, and I thought, yeah, you're right. It's actually time to move on. And isn't it amazing what impact words can have on people? You know, and, and, you know, and also as well, Rich, you know, I'm, we're not seeing what other people see. Like I say, you might open up to me. I know we know each other and you might think, oh, God, should I have told him that? And I might be thinking, wow, what an inspiring guy for telling me that. Yeah. You know? yeah or I yeah. might, do you know what I mean? So we, yeah. You know, yeah, you never know, man. You never know. What, saying on, so was, so did, was Terry the guy that attacked Martha? No, no, no. Terry wasn't the guy. I was going to say. No. Because no. I was no, like, no, how is, what? No, no. Oh, sorry. No, I didn't. Ex I hope, did yeah. I not explain that very well? Okay. I might no, have no, Terry I might have is, misunderstood. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. I, I, I will. I will explain again. So Terry Ellis is a guy who was an armed robber. He went to jail for right. armed robbery. He's turned his life around completely. And he's just a really nice guy. He's just, just doing his own thing. He's a straight goer now. You know, he understands mm. what he did, why he did it. Doesn't really bang on about it. Just gets on with life. And he very kindly asked me, look, you know, you're, you're, you're suffering an awful lot because of what happened to Martha. He said, and I understand it. He said, but how long have you been mm. suffering for? And I said, 15 years. And he said, do you not think that's long enough? And it yeah. really stayed with me. He said, you, you don't, you don't have to keep hurting yourself. He said, because you've done nothing wrong. You know, it's, a, it's, wow. you put yourself in a prison in your own mind. I hope that's, hope that's yeah. clearer because that, that, yeah, absolutely. that's, yeah, and, yeah, that, yeah. And, and, and that comes back to, back to what you said, you know, it, it, that, that just a few words can make such a difference to people, you know, and you, and, but yeah. none of us really know the impact. None of us really know the impact. No. I might see someone at the right time and give them a little bit of encouragement at the right time and they'll never forget it. 
You know, I've, I've met loads of people. I yeah. can't believe for one second that you're any different. You've said to me, oh, Matt, I don't know if you remember me. And I have to go, look, I'm really sorry. No, I'm afraid I don't. Usually a comedian. And they'll go, mm. well, we were in a car coming back from a gig and I was close to tears because I died on my ass. And you said, keep going. And now five years later, here I am. I'm a comedian. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, you know yeah. and I'm sure you've had similar things, you know. And I think, well, I don't know what I said, yeah. but obviously it worked, you know. Join the oh, queue. mate, that's happened even, yeah, you know. a couple of times, yeah. And you go, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I remember the car. Oh, yeah, I vaguely remember. And they go, mate, you said this thing and it changed everything. And you go, fuck. So, yeah, you just don't know what kind of connection you're, or effect you're having on everybody around you, which is why I think it brings us nicely round to how we started. Just be fucking decent to each other. It's not hard. You know? Absolutely, and it brings out the and it'll bring out the breast in in everybody, you know. It does, and also as well, I think what it also does as well, you see, because if you're if you are Rich Wilson and you're a generally sort of good natured dude, you've got enough karma in the bank that if I saw you and you headbutted a wall, I would still go, <laughs> "Oh, it's Rich." <laughs> Bless him, you he's know? obviously going through something. <laughs> yeah. I, honestly, you've got enough yeah. goodwill from me. You you could murder one of my third cousins, and I'd still go, yeah, but he's a nice guy, though, isn't he? <laughs> you know, you must be having an off day. Yeah. I'd be the same with yeah. you, mate. I'd be the same with you. And this is why I wanted. I was really excited when it came up, and I'm like, yes, I want to talk to Matt. We should have done this years ago, and we're here. Yeah. We've done it now, Matt. It's been an absolute pleasure, mate. And you're going to be going off to Edinburgh. Yes, right. I am indeed. Yeah, yeah. I'm playing the lottery again, the great comedian's lottery. It could well be me. Done, probably, probably won't, but you never know, dear. I'm certainly going to try. You never know. You've got, got to be in it to win it, mate. Mm, absolutely. And please feel free to remind me halfway through the festival when I'm sat <laughs> in a doorway crying. You're a very positive man. You're a positive man. Say it. Yeah. You know, because but no, it, it, it'll be fine. I, I'm looking forward to it. I've got quite a story to tell. Um, somebody threatened to kill me and, and I've made it very funny so um, I'm quite pleased about that okay yeah it well, wasn't the lifeguard well in case you're wondering <laughs> but <laughs> no. getting his own back come and stand yeah, in this absolutely. bucket of water why <laughs> it'd be a, it, it would be a hell of a revenge strategy wouldn't it really <laughs> and the bloke with the ham the bloke with the ham by the way he's dead as well so don't worry about that um, you know not, not oh, that okay. I wanted him dead yeah yeah no he, no. he didn't like he didn't like choke on a you know uh <laughs> bit of ham or anything he, he, he died of natural causes was... so you know well there you yeah. go well and where in where in edinburgh are you going to be matt yes i need to plug the show because if i don't certain people are going to tell me off aren't they um i am at the yes, caves at at six twenty in the that's the caves in just the spare one which is the room with the church the pews yeah. in it and I've heard it's a very, yes. very nice room and everyone says how great it is. It's at 6.20, which is a perfect time to have an Edinburgh show. It's called As Seen on CCTV, yeah. which is an allusion to the Excellent. fact that I've never been on television, uh, but also the fact that the bloke who threatened to kill me did so in a pub with eight people, three of whom were Yardies, uh, and uh, other members of the South East London Criminal Fraternity, and he did it on CCTV. Excellent. What a knob. It's good. But I'll tell you what, <laughs> blank your face out when you say that, Rich. And if that, no, no, I'm just kidding. Um, it's, a, <laughs> it's, a very, um, it's a very happy, very uplifting, surprisingly very funny show. 
I promise you, it's, it's an not absolute su- hoot. Not it- surprising at all, mate, because you're very funny. Um, where can we find you on the socials? Oh, on the socials, um, I've got. A, I actually have a YouTube channel where I've got ridiculous spirit, stuff. Mate. Which is good. I am on there, but also at Matt Price Comic on Twitter, Matt Price Comedian on on uh, on the gram. Is that what they call it? Insta on the gram, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the old yeah. gram there. Yeah, the gram. Um, the I'm way, on TikTok. Mate. You know, I'm on Facebook. I, you can you can send me a letter if you want. I'll be fine. You know, I've, there's <laughs> lots of options. I don't know. Hold <laughs> me up if you want. You're going to get inundated now. You're going to. <laughs> that'd be amazing if this was the turning point wouldn't that be great yeah wouldn't be amazing great? I reckon yeah. who knows man you never know the power of yes you never the know power... what's going to happen if you say yes absolutely I, I you've got to get a neck fan Rich I'm telling you now <laughs> I'm I'll order one now from Amazon I'll do it now <laughs> order it order it and get back to me and it'll make you happy I will do. This has been Insane in the Membrane. This has been Matt Price. Thank you so much for listening to us. I've been Rich Wilson, and we will see you next time. Insane in the Membrane. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Made by DarkHorseDigital.co.uk Shooting, live streaming and podcast production.